Hello, you are listening to Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution. Our home is at philipmollica.substack.com. Please subscribe to receive new columns and audios directly to your inbox. We offer free subscriptions or you may support us with a paid account. At this point, all content is freely available to all, but we definitely always appreciate the financial support if you see the value in our offerings. Also, please give us a like if you enjoy the content and comments and questions are always welcome and appreciated. Audios are also available now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This column is entitled, The Man Behind the Curtain, Part 3, Introducing the Collective. Thus far in our discussions around our subjective awareness, we have focused on the individual. Today we will take a slight detour and introduce a superset of the subjective, that being the idea of the collective. When I think of the collective, probably the simplest way to consider that concept is the hive mind. That is probably an apt comparison, although for many of us, it will conjure images of the Borg Collective from Star Trek fame. Although the basic premise is the same, the Borg vary in that there is a Borg Queen who basically calls the shots in the best interest of the Collective. Beyond the Queen, the Borg are drones that carry out whatever orders the Queen dictates. There is no individualism in the Borg version of the Collective. Some would say that the Queen represents the Collective Agreement of all the Borg who all have a say in their actions and policies. In humanity's version of the collective, however, there is no supreme being representing all the rest. There is a collective agreement, and that tends to be the status quo that we can generally rely upon to offer parity to our perception of this physical reality. However, there are no hard and fast rules, and no one is limited to the version of reality that is generally agreed upon at the collective level. Individuals are free to offer themselves varied takes on our reality, and can deviate substantially from the collective. The exercise of variance from the collective is a bit trickier than it sounds, though. We are social creatures, and the collective agreement is a strong influencer of our belief systems, which we rely upon to form our reality. In order to vary from those collective belief systems requires a substantial ability to generate enough energy individually to overcome those belief systems within ourselves. That is tougher than it may seem. For millennia, humanity has relied upon the collective agreement and belief systems. It was part of the blueprint of this reality and was created as such in order to give humanity a framework from which to experience our lives without too much regard for things that would constantly have to be reimagined and reinterpreted. As an example, we can simply accept that our bodies know how to breathe, our hearts know how to pump blood, our organs know how to accomplish the various processes that are required to sustain life. 
If we had to consciously direct every aspect of our bodies, we would be so busy there wouldn't be much time left for living in those terms. All of our attention would be needed to instruct those processes. Similarly, if we had to think and direct all aspects of our physical reality, we would quickly overwhelm ourselves and offer ourselves confusion and strife. So we gave ourselves a shortcut, a collective agreement on a wide array of things that we can simply take for granted is true. Gravity is dependable and keeps us physically in place. The sky is blue. Time is constant and unchanging. Cause and effect. You get the idea. This has served us very well. To a point. The collective agreement is, in our terms, the overriding agreement that instructs us in those things that we can accept as givens that then require no further consideration on our parts. We each have a say in what that agreement is. Our idea of a democratic republic is quite an apt physical reflection of that agreement. Now, in practice, our current democracies are a pale and distorted expression of that idea in which majority rules, and even then are subject to exploitation by those who wish to control us. What we have now are authority figures and institutions who profess to rule of the people by the people when such mechanisms no longer exist except in prop popular propaganda. The idea has been hijacked and distorted beyond recognition by our ruling institutions and authorities. Returning now to our true collective agreement, each of us, in our subjective awareness, has equal say in the agreement. This is how things change. This is how society evolves. This is what I mean when I say that the revolution will not be televised. Each of us, consciously or not, contribute to the collective agreement. If we were to view great movements and changes throughout our history, we would see that the greatest changes came not from wars or revolutions or edicts, but from changes that occurred subjectively first then formed various events and movements objectively as they are implemented from subjective to objective reality. In other words, once something gains enough energy subjectively within the collective, it is then manifest objectively into our world, into our conscious awareness. All the greatest changes in society began as subjective collective agreement. The birth of our religions, the Renaissance, the Industrial Revolution, the Internet, all of these are manifest reflections of processes that began in our subjective, in our collective agreement. We are, individually and collectively, that powerful. 
We are not, any of us, victims to circumstances beyond our control. We are, each of us, from pauper to king, whether consciously aware of it or not, equal partners in our manifest destiny. Our votes have equal footing in the creation of our future. As more and more people become more and more self-aware, we are each casting our votes for what we want to see and experience in our world. If we look around today, we can see the evidence of this as we increasingly challenge our institutions and leaders to value all individuals in our world in the same way that we each know that we have intrinsic value in our subjective state. Many, many things are coming to the starkness of light as we share among ourselves our wishes to see a more cooperative, collaborative model emerge in which all of humanity has value, has importance, has the right to exist and thrive. This is also why it is important that we practice acceptance of differences as we create our new world, our new society, it is important we do not jump from frying pan to the fire and making the people still practicing the old wrong. If we make that mistake, we are simply recreating what we already had, those who are right and those who are wrong, and the process begins all over again with nothing gained. We must resist the temptation to wish punishment and or so-called justice upon those who are less self-aware, those who are still coming to terms with the changes that are being created now in our subjective, in our collective awareness and agreement. Many of them will never accept nor create change in their own lives. That is not their path at this time. They each have other future focuses who will cross those bridges. It is up to the rest of us to practice acceptance and allowing, even celebration for them, for assisting us by bringing to light the things we wish to change. The shift is assisting all of us by allowing us the freedom of movement in which belief systems are losing their effectiveness. This does not require us to create change through force. It only requires us to bring focus to ourselves and our own choices and actions and let that be the vote we cast toward the world we want to live in. As we change our own belief systems, the collective agreement then begins to change also. The preponderance of energy toward change in the collective agreement will catapult those changes into our physical reality. Our collective awareness is the great, vast, untapped power that we each hold within us. We don't have to do anything special to avail ourselves of that. Simply place ourselves in the primary position, recognize ourselves as our ultimate authority, be aware of the choices we are making 
and see that they are cogent, cohesive choices that value every individual. This is our path. This is our power. This is the shift in consciousness. Thanks for listening. This is Consciousness Evolution, and we'll see you next time.